We, uh, I don't know if you do this, but almost every year we watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Um, I don't want to spoil any, but I'm going to tell you some of the plot points. So, um, so uh, if you watch the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas special, the, the, the big idea is that Charlie Brown is depressed. He's not in the Christmas spirit, and he's trying to figure out if there's some way he can get into the Christmas spirit. And nothing seems to work. He's just depressed, which makes him feel bad. But then somebody suggests that maybe he would feel better if he got involved, if he, if he took on an activity. So he decides he's going to direct the Christmas play. But the problem is the other children don't make great candidates for direction. They don't pay much attention to what he's got to say. They're busy dancing and playing the the Schroeder music and all those other things, uh, Snoopy's dancing and so forth. So they don't do a good job of being directed by him. And so that doesn't make him happy. So he decides, okay, well, what I will do to, to, to get in the Christmas spirit is I will go get a Christmas tree. And so he goes out and he gets the, the, the world's worst Christmas tree. It's just like a single twig. And it doesn't look too bad until he puts a single ornament out, then it flops over and everybody laughs at him. They say, Charlie Brown, you can't do anything right. So he has a miserable Christmas. And that's when Linus tells him the Christmas story, tells him the story about that we just heard, how the angels were out in the, the field keeping watch over their, their flocks by night, and the glory of the Lord shone round, and they were sore afraid. He tells how the angel brought a message of peace. And that's ultimately what cheers up poor little Charlie Brown. You know, I, it, it may be partly just because it's a it's an occupational hazard. I don't have much peace myself right now. I'm not really depressed the way Charlie Brown is, but I am stressed. I feel like it has been a sprint to get to this point, and I can't wait for tomorrow to come when Christmas is behind me. But my guess is I'm not alone. My guess is some of you feel one of those two emotions right now. You're feeling stressed because it is a crazy month. You're trying to get all the things done that you need to do. And um, I know people who went shopping today for the first time this season. Um, and you know, my blessings on them. So, um, so people get stressed. They're busy trying to do all the things. They're cleaning their house. They're entertaining. They're wrapping presents. They're shopping for presents. They're, they're going to be entertained somewhere else. Uh, they're baking. All the things that people do at Christmas time, people get stressed. And sometimes they get depressed. You know, for some people, it's not everybody in their families like this, but there's the one person who seems to think that this is not Christmas but Festivus. And so now we have to have the airing of grievances and the feats of strength. And so people get depressed at Christmas time. And maybe you've somehow managed to kind of uh, glide above all that, and that's great. I am not mocking you or putting you down. So, so great. If that's you, I'm glad you had uh, a good December and you're not stressed or depressed. But really, how can anybody look at the world today? I mean, forget Christmas for a minute. Just look at the world. You know, what kind of year has it been? I've got a picture here of some of the highlights of, of this year. So show us the first picture, if you would. So uh, coming up. All right. Yeah. So he says, on earth, peace. So I don't know how many of these you can see, but it's been, it's been, a, it's been quite a year. There's been all kinds of things going on in the world. Um, not many of them very pleasant. Um, there's been war and chaos uh, abroad. There's been violence. We had just heard today, uh, yesterday, I guess, uh, Anchorage broke its own record for uh, violence in a year, and then today we beat that. So um, 
So it's been a it's been a bad year. Uh, back up a moment. This is this is the big reveal. So um, so these are the kind of things we've been hearing about all day long. And my I mean all year long. And my guess is that for a lot of us, at some point, maybe at a lot of points during this year, we kind of thought to ourselves, could 2016 possibly get any worse? I mean, I, I won't ask for a show of hands, but have you felt at any point during the year that 2016 could not get any worse, and then it went ahead and did that, you know? Because after all the international violence, after all the domestic violence and protests, the riots and police shootings and shootings by police, after all of that, then we had that election. And, you know, all that I can say about the election is it's behind us now. But I did see there was an interesting thing that... um during the election, there was a, a candidate who you may have heard of as a write-in candidate. Um, some people were uh, recommending that we vote for Sweet Meteor of Death. I don't know. Did anyone hear about Sweet Meteor of Death? It was covered in some of the some of the news uh, pieces. And the idea was maybe the best thing we could possibly have uh, during this past election cycle would be if we had another meteor like the one that wiped out the dinosaurs millions of years ago, just kind of brought extinction to the whole face of the earth. And so you can see there were places in Texas where Texas and and Los Angeles and so forth. People bought T-shirts that said, "I voted for the meteor." Um, and really, if you think of what a messed up world this is, I guess that's kind of the first place our head goes. You know, would it be simpler if we just kind of wiped the slate screen clean and started over again? But that's not what God does. God sends the angel to tell about a celestial visitor, but it's not an angel of destruction. It's not something that is coming from on high to wipe us out. God sends angels to tell of a celestial visitor who is, as Linus said, as our reading tonight said, a Savior born today in the city of David. When we are confronted by the problems in our own lives, in our relationships, in our finances, in whatever kind of troubles we're dealing with, our health, our job. It's easy to think that that there isn't a God, or if there is a God, He doesn't like me very much. But the angel came to the shepherds to tell them, God does love them. And God loves us. There's There's a joke I've heard. What is the difference between involved and committed? Have you ever heard this this joke? What is the difference between involved and committed? The easiest way to describe the difference is if you imagine uh, having a breakfast of ham and eggs. The chicken is involved, but the pig is committed. Christmas is a reminder that God is not simply involved in our salvation. The story of the Bible from the beginning to the end is the story of a God who is involved in saving us. It is a God who sent who sent uh, 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 Moses to liberate his people from their captivity in the promised land. He sent prophets to bring them back on course when they had gone astray. The story of Scripture is a God who's involved. But at Christmas, God quits being involved and starts being committed. We don't have to ever fear that God is going to send the sweet meteor of death to destroy us because God is committed to our salvation. As for 2016, or heaven forbid, 2017, I can't make any promises it's going to get better. 
I don't know what, what sort of things you dealt with. I can promise you there won't be a national election. But beyond that, who knows? It could be bad. Or it could be good. But whatever it is, Scripture tells us, Christmas tells us, that God is committed to our salvation. So hang on to that. Go from here tonight remembering the God who is not simply involved, but is utterly and totally committed to saving you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a God who has been involved and will be involved in our salvation, that instead of wiping the slates clear, instead of sending a meteor of death to destroy us and start over again, you are saving us, you're lifting us up, you're pulling us out of our mess. But we thank you especially for Jesus, who shows us that you are not simply involved in our salvation. You are not simply interested to see that it happens, but you are committed to making it happen. And Lord, as the days go by and as this next year comes, we pray you would help us to hang on to that. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen.